The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views Podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Thought I would hop on here today. It's uh, it's Wednesday. Thought I'd hop on and talk a little bit about uh, New York Giants training camp and in particular about what went on. On Tuesday at the Quest Diagnostics Training Center, very uh, interesting and eventful day uh, in East Rutherford, New Jersey, to uh, to say the least. Obviously, the big story, the big headline of the day was the uh, the brawl that that occurred near the end of Giants practice. Pretty much, uh, pretty much the entire roster ended up involved in that scrum. Quarterback Daniel Jones ended up somewhere on the bottom of the pile, apparently pulled out of there by uh, by offensive lineman Kenny Wiggins. Jones said he was fine after practice. Coach Joe Judge was obviously not happy about the proceedings. Uh, you could have heard a pin drop while Judge was uh, was using some very very colorful language to to let the Giants players know exactly how he felt about what had happened. Was a uh, a tongue lashing, if you will, that that lasted for a good fifteen minutes as Judge not only let the players have it verbally, but lined them up for gassers that. Two sets of gassers that probably 100-yard gassers, actually. And in two sets, probably players ended up running 8 to 10 100-yard gassers. Um, two sets of, of push-ups in between. Um, as as Judge really, you know, laid into the team and let them know that that this was something he was not going to tolerate. Um, listen, you know, Joe Judge is a, is a tough nut. He's a guy who lets you know how you, how he feels. He's not afraid to uh, to be tough on players. And, and listen, I'm not a hundred percent sure at all that 
that the uh, the way that judge reacted to this particular um to this particular incident listen let me let me put it this way i wasn't surprised at all at the way that judge reacted this is pretty much what i would have expected from joe judge you could have heard a pin drop while he was while he was haranguing the players over what had happened but you know the the long-term question is can things like that, the way that, that Judge reacted, can methods like that last long-term if the Giants don't win games? That's the long-term question we'll have to find out. Right now, Judge has the support of the locker room. That's not a worry. That's not a problem. You can tell by the way that players react to him um, that they're not giving lip service to say to, to saying that, that they're bought into the program. They really are. They really support the head coach. But being this tough on these guys... Obviously, you wanted to uh, to put an end to what was going on on the field, but but this but being as tough as he was in reaction yesterday, I've never seen anything like that. You know, on an NFL on an NFL practice field, and the reality of it is that kind of reaction is probably not going to fly long term. If the New York Giants don't win football games, if they don't make the playoffs, if players don't see the uh, the the method to the madness don't see the benefit of how tough judge can be on them listen what i want to do quickly here before i talk a little bit more about the fight is play some reaction from logan Ta- logan ryan excuse me to the fight ryan was uh one of the the main participants in the action so let's uh, let's take a listen to what he had to say what happened there? Speed first? I had a competitive practice. Uh, guys getting after it. Uh, first day of pads, gets physical, gets chippy. Obviously can't have penalties. It's unfortunate. But uh, I think everyone's protecting their sides and uh, just trying to establish physicality the first day. But we got to keep it, you know, within rules. It'd be great, man. It's football, you know. It's a physical sport. If you're not, if you're not, you know, tough or chippy, you know, I don't know if you can play at this level. So it's football. Everything there is in between the lines. And we'll pay our, you know, pay our dues. But I mean, we're great. Uh, me, Evan, uh, we're locker buddies, you know. So we'll be fine. Whoever else was involved, you know, I think Daniel Jones might have jumped in there. I think everyone respects Daniel. So I mean, this stuff. I mean, you might write about it, I'm sure. But this is a this is a football team, um, and practice gets physical and chippy. But everything is uh, is left in between the lines for sure. All right, that was Logan Ryan discussing the uh, the brawl that happened near the end of Giants practice on Tuesday. And, and listen, this is the Valentine's Views podcast, and, and and my view on what happened yesterday and on Logan Ryan's involvement in in this is that I'm not really thrilled by what Logan Ryan had to say after practice, and I'm not really thrilled about. Logan Ryan as a team leader uh, and the involvement that he had in Tuesday's incident. Listen, fights happen in NFL training camps. That's not news. That's nothing new. We see them all the time. This one didn't have to happen. This one came after a Giants defensive back knocked down running back Corey Clement. Evan Ingram came to Clement's defense because it was an unnecessary hit that that came at the end of a play it didn't have to happen and and really what escalated this into an all-out 
brawl with the entire roster seemingly gathering into a, a huge scrum was Logan Ryan hitting Evan Ingram in the back when it, it wasn't necessary to do that, uh, put Evan Ingram at risk of injury, and, and, and wound up in a situation where the Giants' starting quarterback, Daniel Jones, wound up at the bottom of this pile. This was something I would not have anticipated from a veteran player like Logan Ryan. Um, you know, he said he'll take his punishment and, and all of that. But as far as, you know, but as far as what I, what I saw in the way that I feel about it, this didn't have to happen. And I'm disappointed that it was really escalated by a player who is considered a leader in that Giants locker room, by a veteran player who's who's got Super Bowl rings, who's who's won a lot, played a lot of good football in the NFL and and who really should know better than to put his teammates at risk the way that uh, the way that he wound up doing anyway Giants fans let's do this quickly here let's take a short break for a word from our sponsors at SB Nation when we come back we'll talk about some of the other things that happened at Giants training camp Tuesday and in the preceding days when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we're back here on the Valentine's Views podcast. Ed Valentine with you talking about 2021 Giants training camp. One of the other big items uh, that uh, that happened, one of the, the big news items that happened on Tuesday was high-priced wide receiver Kenny Galladay, big free agent signing, you know, walking off the field with a hamstring injury during practice. Reports on uh, on Wednesday morning are that that is considered a slight injury, not a long-term injury. Uh, that is good news, but uh, but hamstring injuries of course are tricky if you're not careful with them, if you don't treat them properly, if you try to come back too quickly, they can be re-aggravated. So let's hope, A, that Galladay doesn't miss a whole lot of time, and B, you know, that when he comes back, he is fully healthy, he is ready to go. Uh, the Giants need Kenny Galladay. They need him to be productive. They need him to make plays for Daniel Jones. So let's. Uh, and Galladay does have a history of hamstring issues. So so let's hope 
that that this is indeed a minor setback that Galladay will be fully ready to go you know once the 2021 regular season starts uh, on on the flip side when it comes to good news first round pick Kadarius Tony did practice for the first time on Tuesday uh, with his teammates took part in some individual drills returned some punts it was good to see Tony get out on the field you know after having been on the COVID-19 reserve list and then slowly being ramped up once the Giants took him off that list Tony is another guy the Giants are going to need plays from throughout the 2021 NFL season he's already missed some time through the spring for for a variety of reasons so reps for tony at this point are critical and it was good to see him out on the out on the practice field on tuesday hopefully that becomes a regular occurrence and and the fact that Kadarius tony is practicing and and makes it through an entire practice becomes non-news eventually but right now at, at this point it is news hopefully it it, it eventually becomes the, the status quo, and we don't have to talk about that anymore. Uh, one other thing that really deserves mention is the fact that, you know, there was a lot of gnashing of teeth over the first couple of days of camp about the fact that the Giants' defense really dominated the offense. Obviously, the offense 31st in the league last year. Giants spent a lot of money on Galladay, drafted Kadarius Toney, added Kyle Rudolph, added John Ross, added Devontae Booker. You know, in in an all-out effort really to upgrade the weapons around Daniel Jones and improve an offense that that absolutely was not good enough a year ago, you know, to to be uh to be part of a playoff caliber NFL team. A lot of concern the first couple days as the Giants offense was really dominated by the defense, but that script got flipped big time on Tuesday. Daniel Jones was, by my count, 10 for 10, and that count is absolutely unofficial, but he was 10 for 10 during 7 on 7 and 11 on 11 periods. Lots of... uh, Lots of of short and intermediate completions, nothing really, really deep down the field. But this was the first time we really saw Jones in the Giants offense in some sort of a rhythm. Um, You know, with guys in full pads, Jones seemed to be well protected on most of his drop backs. Uh, It was nice to see the ball get spread around. David Sills made some plays. Sterling Shepard made some plays. Evan Ingram made some plays. So it was good to see the offense, you know, really have a good day. Um, Also, you know, of note, the the backup quarterbacks, Mike Glennon and Clayton Thorson, also completed all of their throws. I think by my count, quarterbacks went something like 17 for 17 during team periods. So a really, really good, encouraging day for the Giants offense as uh, as training camp continues. You know, Joe Judge says he doesn't want to ride a roller coaster of the offense did good one day, the defense did good the other day. So players have to be asked questions about about which side of the ball is doing better and and you know he doesn't have to be asked questions about that or he doesn't have to try to assess, you know, which side of the ball is ahead. You know, obviously what you want is some days the offense will look better than the defense, some days the defense will dominate. 
you want to see progress on both sides of the ball. Tuesday felt like real progress for the offense for the first time. Obviously, eventually, it would be nice to see the ball get a little bit deeper down the field sometimes, but was really, really encouraged to see a really good, positive, confidence-building day from Daniel Jones. Before we call it a show, just wanted to give you guys uh, a few players who have really stood out so far in training camp. Uh, Wide receiver David Sills, who was on the cusp of making the roster a year ago before suffering a fractured foot that landed him on IR, is once again impressing in training camp. Had a chance to speak with Sills early in camp about that opportunity. If you get a chance, go back and, uh, and give that story a read on Big Blue View. I think it's uh, it's worth your time as Sills has continued to impress each and every day at practice. Seems to have the trust of Daniel Jones, and, and each time I watch the kid, it becomes you know more and more obvious that the kid does have a chance to to make this 53-man roster. Veteran wide receiver Sterling Shepard has been has been solid throughout camp. Uh, seems to be a I don't know if a security blanket for Daniel Jones is the right word, but he's a favorite target. He's a guy that that has made a lot of plays throughout the first few days of camp. Another encouraging sign for the Giants has been that that left tackle Andrew Thomas fourth overall pick a year ago really struggled as a rookie has had a really good training camp thus far the way that i put it uh, early or during the off season is that you know andrew thomas is the one player who can really change the narrative about the new york giants offensive line and about the idea that it's unproven and that it's a huge gamble to to go with with this young group not having not to have invested a lot of resources in the offseason in upgrading this group improved play from Andrew Thomas will go a long long way toward answering all of the questions about the Giants line and Thomas to this point is off to a really really good start in training camp obviously it's only a few days it's only one padded practice but that's a good sign for the second-year tackle out of Georgia. Giants fans, Wednesday's practice, today's practice, is actually going to be an evening practice. So there won't be a practice report or practice takeaways on Big Blue View this afternoon as there has been for the past few days. But, you know, we'll give you coverage throughout the day as Joe Judge talks to media, as players talk to media, as we find out more about the the status of Kenny Galladay and anything else that might happen with the Giants, like roster moves or anything, which seem to be coming fast and furious as the Giants continue to churn the, the bottom of their roster. All right, Giants fans, as always, I thank you very, very much for listening. Please Stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.